Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Welcome back to the Servants of Grace podcast and to our theology segment. Today, one of our listeners writes in and they have a great question, and it's this. Why does God refer to himself as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? This is a, this is a fascinating question. In, in close to two dozen places in the scriptures, the Lord is referred to as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is used to emphasize the covenant the Lord made with Israel and the Israelites' place as the Lord's chosen people. In the Abrahamic covenant, the Lord repeated the covenant promise to three generations, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. All three were promised land, many descendants, and blessing from the Lord. Abraham was called out of Ur, of the Chaldeans, to Canaan, and and the Lord established a covenant with him. The Lord reaffirmed the same covenant he made with Abraham's son, Isaac. Later, that covenant was affirmed with Isaac's son, Jacob. Well, let's consider this in more depth by considering the following. The Lord is distinguished as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob from the gods of Egypt. The Lord is distinguished as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob because the children of the covenant would inherit the land. The promise of the land was meant to help the people to be reminded of the covenant given to Abraham. In Acts 3, for example, Peter preaches to the Jews in the temple, reminding them that they belong to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Peter and John had just healed a lame man, and and Peter attributes this miracle to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to give him the glory. The miracle with the lame man sets up a bold contrast in Acts 3.13, for the Jews handed Jesus to Pilate to be killed, Acts uh, 3.15 says. Uh, Peter also instructs his hearers that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is fulfilling the covenant of Abraham. The, The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has a plan for the ages involving the Lord Jesus who provides forgiveness of sin and reconciliation with God. Such a plan was set in motion when when God called Abram and blessed him, which was fulfilled when Jesus died and rose again. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob blessed the nations of the world. You see, when the Lord revealed himself to Moses before Moses brought the people out of Egypt, the Lord called himself the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Exodus 3.15 says. Moses was also instructed by the Lord to identify the Lord as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to the people of God in Exodus 3.16. In Exodus 3.6, the Lord identified himself as a covenant God who initiated a sovereign relationship with the people of Israel. The Lord wanted Moses here to recognize the following. The Lord is with his people. The Lord will deliver the people of Israel from Egypt. The Lord has redeemed them for the purpose of worship. And God is accomplishing his covenant promises to Israel through Moses. Now, now Moses, understandably, under the weight of the calling he receives from the Lord, is looking for a way out. And he, he does so by pointing to his insufficiency in Exodus 3.11. And the Lord points to his all-sufficiency in Exodus 3.12. Moses then wants to know the name of the Lord, which is significant for the name of someone in this culture designates the character of the person. So Moses asked the Lord for a revelation of his character so Israel may know who called him. And the name given by the Lord to Moses is, I am who I am, which is a revelation of the Lord's complete and entire sufficiency. In fact, theologians refer to the sufficiency of God as the aseity of God, meaning that the Lord alone is of himself God. 
He is the only God dependent on nothing and no one, and he will fulfill his plans, for they cannot be thwarted. In Exodus 3, the Lord God identifies himself in two particular ways. First, Moses is told that the Lord is the covenant God who is with his people. And additionally, he is told that the Lord God is a self-existing God who needs nothing to be who he is and to do what he has purposed. In fact, the purpose of the burning bush is not to amaze Moses, but to display the twofold character of God announced to Moses. The burning bush illustrates what theologians call the transcendence and eminence of God. The burning bush was a revelation of the I am God who is and always will be independent and self-sufficient. The Lord God is holy and entirely God as his promises and plans to come down to be with the people to redeem them. The burning bush also points Bible readers forward to the self-existing God who has come as the Emmanuel, God with us, in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so the twofold character of God described in Exodus 3 is critical to grasp for all those who are engaged in biblical apologetics. No other religion known to man recognizes the full character of a self-existing and sufficient God. The Christian faith and the claims made by Christians holding to a biblical worldview are worth standing for and upon because of the revealed character of God in the Word of God. The twofold character of God begins and ends with a revelation of the majesty of God's revealed character in the Word of God. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org. 